Hey everybody, it's Aldo Gandhi, and I just want to let you know really quickly that our swag shop is reopened. DeepDishTees.com is where you go, and that's tees with T-E-E-S. Clever name, guys. They're the new home of our merchandise. You can get t-shirts, you can get caps, you can get coffee mugs, you can get hoodies, you can get all sorts of good stuff, and you'll help out the bar room with the purchase. So head over to DeepDishTees.com. Some may find the following disturbing. Discretion is advised. Barflies, welcome to the Barfly Tailgate Show. You already know it's live. It's done by Barflies, four Barflies, and all the other Bears fans out there. We got a little Christmas present, huh? Got a little, you know, came away with a little victory with a little, uh, you know, last second miracles. I won't say last second because there's, I mean, last minute miracles, I guess, you know. Uh, you know, pulled off a couple things. It was, honestly, it was at least good for some excitement. How, like, for me, at least. Even though I like how piss poor this year has been, I was like, honestly, I'm watching the game. I'm like, whatever, what the fuck? This is embarrassing. And I'm like, oh, okay, okay, all right, bird, all right, bird. You know, and like, and I got, I got excited, man. So I was happy they went for it. Happy, you know, I don't know. It was a little excitement in the fucking dismal season, but you know, we're we're back this week. We got uh we got the Giants. We'll get into that. Mr. Ryan Badgley will not be joining us today. He is, uh, he is. What let's say 13 minutes away from South Lot, and he's about to be setting up with Mr. Mike Schaefer and and a couple of uh, a couple of the barroom friends out there, and uh, you know he'll be going to the game today. Uh, before we kick or get into all that, let's kick this thing off. Mr. Aaron Current, AC in the place to be, the bearded Bears fan, the Kentucky kid. Uh, I'll think of a couple more as we go. <laughs> <laughs> the man of many names. What's going on, fellas? Uh... Had a good weekend, you know. Uh, I was telling uh, Bobby before I got on here, I was off all week, so tomorrow I got to go back to work. So I got to get to bed early tonight, and it sucks. But uh, <laughs> yesterday was nice. Watched the Kentucky Wildcats take on Iowa in the Citrus Bowl. I've converted Chris Watson to a Kentucky oh, yes, fan. Good he was texting me <laughs> all day and stuff, and uh, 
they definitely didn't make it easy on me, but it was a hell of a game. And uh, I was glad that Kentucky was able to represent the SEC in a, in a positive way because we've been struggling this bowl season. I'm not going to lie. A lot of the SEC teams have been taking L's, and uh, I was glad that Kentucky wasn't one of those. So uh, so that was a good day yesterday. Seems like it's going to get cold this week in case you guys wanted a weather update from Kentucky. <laughs> we've kind of had we a – We've kind of had springtime here. It's been raining a lot and warm, and uh, it's supposed to get cold this week. So um, I guess winter's here on a delay. <laughs> Winter is coming. Definitely. Yeah. All right, next we got Mr. Chris Watts. Chris, what's up, buddy? How, how, how's the new year? You know, how's, there, how's everything uh, going good, so far? Yeah, new, well, new year was a bit of a failure because I actually passed out before 12 o'clock. So literally I made it to about quarter to nine. Which is like, which is how I'm saying that I'm turning into a lightweight. I'm just getting really, really old. Um, yeah. So I didn't actually see 12 o'clock. I got sort of shut to the side of a room and just left as a mound of drunken person. So uh, that was my new year. But apart from watching the Wildcats yesterday, mate, that were awesome. Uh, so yeah, just happy new year to you guys and everybody in the chat. And uh, go Bears and go Cats. Definitely happy new year. Yeah, absolutely. Happy New Year. And next, we got Mr. Ryan Kirkland Billings, KP. What it do, boy? Shit, what's going on, fellas, man? You know what I'm yeah, saying? It's the start of the new year, man. Excited. You know what I'm saying? Uh, I, I can't speak too much on the football side. You know, Michigan took a <laughs> took a bad L. Uh, yeah. So, uh, you know what I'm saying? Just, ha just happy to be alive, man. You know what I'm saying? Start a new year, man. We, we starting things off hopefully right, man. So, yeah. Doing, hey, all right. I mean, Doing all right. While we're on the subject of Michigan, man, can 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 we stop calling for Jim Harbaugh to come coach the Bears, man? I, yeah, I mean, I know he I know he did good in San Francisco when he was there, but they're still trying to rebuild from when he left. And that guy was on the hot seat going into this season. He's beat Ohio State once. I mean, I'm happy that y'all made it to the playoff, but as an SEC fan, I kind of knew what was coming. Bobby knows what's up. He's a Notre yeah. Dame fan. What happens, happens when you play year. the SEC? Yeah. <laughs> every time. Every time. There's not even you're not even ever on the cusp because you know when okay, yeah, we'll do great all the whole way. And then once it happens, like playoffs, whatever, man. Just go ahead. It's kinda of, it's kinda of like Ryan Pace feels, you know, seven fucking years, <laughs> no, no playoff wins. You know what I mean? Even though he's not the coach or whatever, he just kind of builds it. You can get there, but you ain't winning that one you do. So, so it's kind of like whatever. <laughs> um, we'll get this thing get this thing going a little bit. You know, one one of the things uh, right before the new year ends, Mrs. Betty White passes, Whoa. which is you know, and me and the kids were talking about it. It was crazy because the night before on what I think it was New Year's Eve. The night, no, it was the day before New Year's Eve. We're all downstairs, and Alexis, my middle, is like saying something. She's like, "Did Betty White die?" And I'm like, "No." And she's like, "What?" And we're like looking at, it. we're like, "No, she's gonna be a hundred in like, whatever, eighteen days or something." Hmm. She's like, "Oh, I don't know. I thought she died." 
And then the next day she died. And I was like, you satanic wow. little fucking thing. I told her, I'm like, I don't, I don't know what's going on with you. Fucking whatever. You need to, you need to, whatever, man. But uh, yeah, so, yeah. So, I mean, let that, keep that shit in 2021, you know, and let, let's roll in, you know, to 2022 with, with nothing but good things happening. But, uh, but who knows? I mean, today crazy we got a week with this, man. I mean, we had, yeah, it's uh, terrible. John Madden pass and uh, yeah. uh and Jeff Dickerson a long time I, I felt when Jeff died I I felt like because I listen yeah. to so much Chicago sports radio even though I'm down here in Kentucky um I I I felt like JD was like almost losing like a family member man yeah I know the way he he was always glass half full unbiased you know what I'm saying and I always loved the way he uh articulated his point and uh i'm gonna miss him on the beat for sure yeah definitely man and then everything that was that was brought together on the gofundme for his kid i mean his kid just lost his dad uh what a couple years ago i think it was lost his mother to cancer um so big push and a big love from from everybody uh all teams i mean you've seen some teams putting up teams that had nothing to do with the bears you know what i mean and and donating and then just just a outpouring of uh generosity was, was great man so um you know it's horrible for for the kid and horrible for all that but i mean it's a good um good outpouring of just affection and, and support throughout you know all the football community and and nfl so um, kudos to everybody for that and for, you know, hopping in and, and granted some of us could only give, you know, 10 bucks. Like you see some teams come out there and drop like 25 K 20 grand. So, yeah. so it's just good to see, man. Um, <clears throat> yeah. And I agree Skinner, you know, hopefully somebody to take care of him. Um, I mean, I don't know, man, but all I, think all, I heard him on one Sylvie kind of talking about, I think, uh, like Dickerson's parents or something are uh are going to be taking care of the kids so he'll still be with family and stuff i feel like i heard that i hope i'm not you know my sources yeah. are the internet bobby yeah yeah i know, you know sometimes <laughs> sometimes this happens you know somebody said they thought betty white died 20 years ago you know that's the first <laughs> you know you know that's the first thing they say when there's a school shooting though right Betty White, yeah. Betty White. <laughs> All right, let's let's get into this damn. Uh, let's get into this into this win real quick. I think that took Chris a second. He was like, "Wait, what?" And then he, yeah. he got it. Uh, yeah, that is, this is the brain slowly waking up, man. We are on about the we are on about the woman from the Golden Girls, aren't we? <laughs> no, 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 no. Thank what you, thank else? you for being, thank you for being a friend, Chris. Um, so uh, here we go. Let's. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to uh, leave when I'm on top. <laughs> let's get into this. this. Man, hold on. Let's... All right, let's get into the Seahawks game. Uh, you know, yeah, I was dying over here. Pretty, pretty boring, <laughs> I think, uh, all around, right? Um, and just kind of, you know, not not much. I kind of led, like, I was laying on the couch, like, looking at my phone, and I'm like, oh, oh we got the ball cool you know like it was just 
boredom, I think, until the yeah. end there, until, until it kind of got fired up. Uh, AC, we'll come over to you, man. I, I know a lot of these people came out with this whole Nick Foles thing, whatever. Uh, we were laughing about how people are going to come out and their main story is going to be about Foles and people are going to guide their shit to Foles. And it happened, man. I mean, it was like yeah. you knew it was going to happen and it happened. It was like the one of the most talked about things. Why? Who gives a shit? And for me, it's like, why do people shit on him still? Like, who cares? You know yeah. he's a backup. You know he's a backup. He came out. He played all right. He played as a backup should play. Um, wasn't anything great. Wasn't anything, like, straight horrible. Played as a backup should play, and he got a win. So, yeah. kudos to you, Foles. But, yeah, like, I don't know, man. What, what do you think about all this talk and all this shit going on? Well, uh, I got to be honest. I uh, Most of the game I watched on my phone. Uh, yeah. We were sitting – uh, Scotty got the new Mario Party for Christmas. We were playing that on the big TV uh, as a family, and uh, we played that for the first half. Had the game on my phone, but like you said, Bobby was like, "Oh, yeah, we got the ball." Hmm. And then uh, I flipped it over to the big TV after Mario Party was over, and as soon as Russell Wilson threw that touchdown to, uh, I think it was Garrett Everett, and they went up ten. I was like, "Man, fuck this shit!" So I, I put in Call of Duty, started playing that. I still had it on on my phone, but it was. <laughs> It was different, you know, uh, but when we started to mount that comeback and did that that final drive, I, I clicked it back over and watched that, and it was yeah. just crazy the way it finished off there. Um, that 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 catch from Bird was like, I don't know, I, it might have been the best catch of the year, honest. I mean, I, I, I can't think of another one that was that was up there with it like that. What did drive me nuts though was Jimmy Graham did that the patented back down catch. Yeah. We never we Boxed never them see them right. We never see them run that play um, with Justin Fields in the in, in in the on the in the game. I and I don't understand why. If you're paying this guy so much money, why why aren't you running that play regardless of who's in at quarterback? Uh, but I mean the the final was was awesome. And yeah. uh, I told you guys before I got on, I took a little side gig writing job with uh, ultimatesportsnetworks.com. Uh, if you get on there and you can search for me, uh, you, you should find my page. I wrote a little article. I think I, I, think I called it uh, Jolly Old St. Nick Delivers Christmas Miracle or something like that. There you go. And, hmm. you know, look, kinda, look at you. Look at you working the beat. Yeah. Right. Hey, <laughs> you gotta do what you gotta do. <laughs> <laughs> nice. But, so uh, check, yeah, check it out. UltimateSportsNetwork.com. Uh, find the bearded bears fan in there. Find Mr. AC. You know, subscribe, listen to what you know, read whatever. Listen. I mean, you join us here. Might as well join them there too. Uh, I got, I got it out. on my, I got it on my Twitter and my Facebook. If you go on there, there will be okay. a, a link that I shared last week when I when I put that up. Yeah, easy day. KB, what'd you think, man? What'd you think about the little comeback victory, you know, catch, uh, post performance? Yeah, I, I, I'm with AC on this one, man. It, it was kind of background noise, you know. Once you get the news that Nick Foles is starting, it's like, all right, man, whatever. It's gonna be a, it's gonna be another L. Don't really care. <laughs> it, it's, it's the Bears, man. Who, who fucking cares now? Uh, yeah, man. I watched. I did the same thing. Watched shit on my phone. Uh. Sat and played Call of Duty, and then I, I kept looking down at the phone. You know what I'm saying? Uh, 
saw them go up by 10. I was like, yeah, that's, that's kind of that's kind of the nail in the coffin for us. Uh, you know, offense don't never never comes back from shit like this. And then you you start to see the little comeback start to mount. It's like, all right, man, shit's getting interesting. So it moved from my phone to my to my laptop, you know. It's like, all right, cool. You know, they, they they trying to do a little something. Then the last drive happened. I, I I think I completely fell off the game at that point. Uh watch watching foes move the ball downfield. It's like, okay, yeah, just get the score in and see them go for two. I'm like, shit. Going for two. That, hey, whatever. Do you, baby? Didn't seem to catch. I was I was yeah. wanting them to go for two too. It wasn't yeah, like, like it wasn't like you gotta, you gotta do something, make, make give the fans something. And yeah, they catch my bird. I, I mean, schoolyard nice, bullshit. Man. It yeah. was it was the definition of schoolyard bullshit. He falls through that ball up and was just just hoping he <laughs> caught that shit. And mm. for him to hold it, he's <laughs> like, I'm showing sure everybody I can <laughs> catch every every once in a while. Uh, <laughs> yeah, man, it, it, it was it was it was it was a fun one to watch, man. Uh, at the end, at least. Yeah, at the end. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Sure. Uh, I'm not. I'm not gonna sit up here and try to get everybody riled up. It, it, it was a snooze fest for the first half. Uh, second half is when things got interesting. This seems typical of a Chicago Bears game. Uh, hey, one thing though, um, Robert Quinn, if he gets a sack today, he oh, gets yeah. the record yeah. without yeah. the extra game. So what Bobby was talking about earlier this year, he was like, "You got to put an asterisk because it's an extra game. If yeah. he gets it today, <laughs> then it, it ain't an extra game." Well, I don't yeah, know how I, many games they played back then. Chris, do you know? Uh, back in 84, 85? I think it was 14, wasn't it? I don't know. 14 uh, games back in the day. I think I so. No, I think it was 16. No, I think it went to 16 by then. Oh, let's look. Mm. Go ahead. You guys can. Chris, go ahead. And, yeah, go ahead and kick it, man. What would you think of the game? I'll look up how many uh, dent Yeah, cool. Um, but, well, I mean, I felt feel just as much, well, just the same as what the guy said, really. I mean, I watched it on Red Zone uh, because the main game over in the UK was the Chiefs against the Steelers. So mm. that was like one sided anyway. Um, yeah, I mean, it, it, it was hard work to watch, but I mean, I was really impressed with David Montgomery. I thought he had an absolute blinding of a game. I mean, he took it to some of their players and, and proved he's a proper Bears running back. Uh, oh, yeah. And the main thing I got from the bear, uh, from the game, sorry, was just that the, the team didn't really give up. You know, they didn't give up on the coach, even though we all know he's a, he's a sitting duck. The, that mm-hmm. the thing what impressed me with the actual team spirit, like they kept going. I'm glad he went for two, and that catch at M was just like mind blowing. My head just just went, <laughs> when he, when he caught that. it was brilliant. But like, yeah, I have, I've got the same feelings what the, the other guys have said. Really, I mean, it was a windy, snowy. The pitch looked a bit slippy, um, yeah. so you knew you weren't going to get like you know anything sort of really classy. But the actual team spirit and and, and the play at the end were just uh, made it up for me, really. Yeah, and so I just looked it up. Nineteen eighty four Bears were ten and six. Um, so yeah, if he gets it today, he beats it. Well, yeah, he beats it because he's at seventeen right now. Dent had seventeen yep. and a half. Um, <laughs> so he gets it without the asterisk, AC. He might but fuck you know, around and catch six on like, the day. <laughs> but you know what I didn't know, which is kind of crazy. He's second in the NFL in sacks right now. Yeah. Is Watt first now? I think Watt's got him. Okay. Yeah. So, I mean, and then Mule Skinner here put Quinn's achievement is actually greater. 
uh, than Dent. Dent played with Hall of Fame defensive line, which helped him get to the quarterback. Yeah, I mean, true. true. I yeah, mean, and true. and you got to think of the the way that the game is now. Um, like just to play devil's advocate on on this, there was a lot more running. Well. Maybe not. I don't know the stats on it, but you would think that there was a lot more running back in '84 oh, of a rush of a rush attack offense than than passing, um, which makes Dent's Dent's feet pretty fucking special. Um, but I don't know. I mean, I haven't broke down the numbers. I haven't looked at any of it. Who knows how many dropbacks or, or whatever? Um, I think I it's know- I think it's Go special ahead. either way. I mean, to to uh, on a on a team where defense has always been the constant. Yeah. To to a season like this, a five win season, to have to have Robert Quinn without Khalil Mack on the other side, without Akeem Hicks for a lot of the season, you know, to come out there and 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 bust his bust his ass and play his heart out, you know, and and, and get a record like this, it's it's incredible. And uh I'm glad he's in the Pro Bowl, but uh he's kind of yeah. like He's so nonchalant too. Like they, I was watching interviews after when they announced the Pro Bowl, and they were like, "Yeah, you made the Pro Bowl." He was like, "Oh, cool, I appreciate it." And he was like, yeah. "He was like, I was upstairs watching the uh, forensic files when they called me and told me that." Like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he's so, and he's from South Carolina, so he talks like me, and I love it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, he's what? He's thirty-one years old. He's had, I don't know, eleven seasons. Maybe, maybe more, um, maybe just one less. But to to see where he was at last year, and I know we've talked about it before, but where he was last year with only two sacks and this drop foot injury, and saying that it doesn't affect him to not have his hand in the dirt, that he's fine with standing up, and all these people talking about how that doesn't matter, that doesn't matter, and then him saying a couple weeks ago that like well, it was a big difference this year. You know, I got I got yeah. to get back to where I was. And, and I think him having his hand in the dirt, man, allows, allows him to execute that bend that he does that, you know, that mm-hmm. kind of wrap around Ben where his power, he just, the dude looks like matrix style when he comes around the yeah. edge sometimes, <laughs> you know what I mean? And I think it's just a better starting point for him. Um, and, and granted the injury last year was one of the main reasons I would say wasn't because he was standing up, but I think it just got him back to, coming off of an injury and being comfortable again with where he's at. Right. And then, uh, and then getting in a position where he's ready to fucking get after it, man. Um, so kudos to him. Hopefully, I mean, he has to break it today. Right. I don't think that there's a question yeah. that he won't, um, yeah. especially against the giants. I mean, come on. I mean, you got, you got the fleet footed Mike Glennon or, or Jake Fromm. I don't know which one's starting, but <laughs> yeah. yeah, I mean, I think so too, uh, folk cheesy. I think he plays better with his hand in the dirt, man. But but who knows? Um, hey man, it's a, it's a reason why you start with your hand in the dirt when you're about to run that forty, man. It's the explosiveness that you can get when you coming out that stance. Yeah, Robert Quinn, he might be up there second to none with some people, man. Yeah, and and yeah, the factor just said last season Quinn was half a step away from <coughs> from sacks. Um, and he was, and I mean, he was dealing with that drop foot thing. Dude, once I looked into that, I was like, what the fuck? It's weird. It's just a weird injury. And you're like, what is it? I don't, I don't, it's called drop foot. And it's right. like, he literally can't feel and doesn't know like placement and like where his foot's at right, or, or what, like, I don't know how you even jump like that if you can't mm. 
Mm-hmm. You know, I don't know. It's just would have to be all kinds of messed up. But but kudos to him, man. A great season. And like you guys were saying, Monty, <laughs> I mean, Monty, he's he's been killing it back there already. Oh, yeah. You know, I mean, for, for the whole year. And for him to just put this put this team basically on his back and go, whenever you need him, you know he's going to be there. I mean, sometimes I think the play call is shit, right? I, this Wildcat shit, I'm not really a big no, fan God, of. I hate the Wildcat. But, but I think the so I was all saying before that I thought the Wildcat was being used more at times so Nagy could call Fields over to the sideline, talk to him about something specific that just happened without taking a timeout, try to correct it on the spot, and then throw Fields back out there. And the play in between is Monty running a Wildcat, right? Um, something that he wanted to address right now, even though Nagy's a fucking idiot. I agree. Like, I think we all know that. But something that he wanted to address right then and there. Um, but you still have Monty right now, 713 yards right now in the season. He's got a chance to, to get 1,000. I mean, he would need over over 100 in both these games, but there's nothing saying that he can't get 200 against the Giants and then go in needing fucking, you know, 87 or, or 80, whatever. Um, Mooney's close to a thousand yard season. Yeah, Mooney's. He's got Mooney's got. Yeah, Mooney's got eight hundred and sixty yards right now. Um, So he's close to a thousand yards. So to go to come off of this year five and what twelve or maybe six and eleven, who knows how this goes these last two games, and still have a thousand yard rusher and and possibly or possibly a thousand yard rusher and a and a thousand yard receiver is still pretty. you know, pretty legit. I mean, I don't know. KB, what's your thoughts on, on this? I seen you looked a little surprised when we said Mooney's almost at a thousand yards. Because uh, you just kind of just look at the offense for the year. It's like one of those things when A Rob was, you know, what I'm saying a hundred and some odd catches in, and you're like, bro, how? Like, when the fuck did this happen? You yeah. know, you hear, I heard in the game, you know, one of the, uh, the announcer said that he was close to a thousand. I'm just like, wait, what? Yeah. It's when? Like, when did he catch these passes, bro? <laughs> it, it, it's, it's one of those shocking things, man. But I mean, you you look at the David Montgomery situation because at the end of the day, he is the offense. Uh, yeah. If the man wasn't hurt, there's a possibility he's the number two rusher, or maybe the number one rusher with Jonathan Taylor. Yeah. Uh, you and you, you're looking at a top five back, and one of the things that you know what I'm saying it kind of drives me crazy is you you hear all these fans yelling, "Oh, well, we should trade Montgomery because Khalil Herbert scored a touchdown in the game. They gave him the ball, he rushed for over twenty. Stop it. That, there's yeah. a reason why there's there are no real bell cows right now in the league. Uh, Jonathan Taylor is kind of trying to mm-hmm. prove that him and Derrick Henry trying to prove that theory wrong, but yeah. you need. Two to three backs. And I mean, they still have... use Naheem Hines out there. And oh yeah, too, they, def- they it? definitely it's not do. Like it's all, it's all the Taylor show. Taylor just has the ability to bust a five-yard run into a into an eighty-yard run in like that, and yeah. and it starts it starts up front, man. The Colts, I love the way they built their team. They built in the trenches first, and. I remember when they picked Jonathan Taylor, I was like, man, another Wisconsin back, man, these dudes, they don't, they don't do so good, you know, and, and Jonathan Taylor's proving me wrong, man. He, he's, he's out there balling. I wish, yeah, man, the I wish it wasn't a, I wish it wasn't a quarterback award for MVP. Cause I definitely think he, oh, he deserves, deserves it. it. Oh, definitely. Mm-hmm. But 
Yeah, man. Like I said, it's 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 very it's very easy to see that Montgomery right now be a thousand plus rusher. Uh, the man, the heart and soul of the offense. What year is is Montgomery in this contract? He's got one it's more his, after this, right? Yeah, it's he's not his third year. year. Yeah, I thought this was his third year. He's got one more after this, and I think you're right, KB. I mean, I'm step for step with you on that. If he didn't miss out a couple of games, you know, <clears throat> the game that I went to specific, you know, a couple of games in the middle of the season there, that he definitely would be either right at the cusp or already over a thousand yards, yep. uh, without a doubt. Um, I don't know, man. I just think that he's got. There's so much potential and so much just desire it's, to be great yeah. there, dude. And you know? the way that the way that you saw him getting used, uh, I, I'm not I, I'm not going to be one to say that maybe some of those throws aren't there when Justin Fields is on the field and he, you yeah. know, saying Fields maybe just wants a bigger play. But you have to watch for those those Texas routes when, with Montgomery coming out the backfield. If you get the ball in his hands, you you automatically know it's damn near ninety five percent the first tackle is going to miss. Yeah, he yeah. he makes people miss. That's his that's his thing. If you could get Montgomery the ball, mm-hmm. I don't care how the fuck you get it to him. Yeah, yeah. something special is going to happen. Yeah. And he showed his versatility last week. Go ahead, Chris. I just, I just think as well, KB, that also you don't you don't go down on the first contact. It'll like yeah. it'll like. Put his shoulder down, knock that guy down, do a little bit of a move to the right, and then he's in for the second contact. And as as, a, as an extra running back, I just love all that. I just love oh, it. Yeah. I just love the passion and also, you know, he plays right to the whistle like you like you're supposed to do. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. I mean, he even came out this year or at the beginning of the year saying how it's gonna, you're going to see a different, uh, you know, attack. And and I don't know, man. Remember at the beginning. Uh, there was kind of he had issues with Nagy the first year and this and that yeah. and like and there was like a questioned his desire to play or his his heart being in the game. Um, I don't think that's no longer a question. And and yeah, we got him for you know obviously the rest of next season. Then he becomes a unrestricted free agent after that. Um, but I I agree, man. I think this whole he is the the cowbell or the bell cow. He's the damn the cowbell. <laughs> he's the he's the guy who's uh who needs to be there and and uh and running this offense. And and I don't know, man. I mean, the rest of it's kind of been shit this year. A Rob's been shit. Um, in a franchise tag year, there's so much drama and kind of shit back and forth. I don't I don't see him coming back. Um. Mooney, Mooney's, Mooney's been good. I know he's got a lot of drops. I know he's still young in his career. He's got a lot of drops. He's with, you know, a random fucking uh, revolving door of quarterbacks, kind of, as it's been. Um, so, I mean, the one thing I like about Mooney, and I don't know if he's a number one. Do I think he can be? Sure. I mean, there's a lot of guys who come out with a lot of drops and then turn into to number ones. I think he can be, but one of the things I like about him the most is that, and I know everybody's, mentioned it before but he knows that that's his weakness that he had a weakness with dropping the ball and like we've said like almost every show has told you about uh he bought a jugs machine with his first fucking purchase and granted cool i get it but at least he's working on what he yeah. knows is his weakness and moving forward so i can't yeah. really fault the guy yeah, at least he's being self-aware about his weaknesses which is always good yes yeah. i mean speaking of catching the ball man david montgomery kind of I mean, Foles kind of leaned on him for a lot of that game in the in the passing game. And yeah, he was showing his versatility, and 
that I thought that was great to see from him. Uh, you know, he, he'll run the ball, you know, but he can also catch it, and, and you know he's going to break a tackle. And a stat that we don't see as fans is his ability to pick up the blitz. Uh, you know, uh, a lot of running backs that go into the league as big stars, they don't. Uh, pan out so much because on third down you got to have that back that's able to pick up the TJ Watts, the Robert Quinns, and Chip guys on their way out, and a lot yeah. of those, a lot of those guys aren't willing to do it. And I feel like David Montgomery is, but when his contract's up, that's that'll be a time yeah. to revisit that because the running back position we've shown is you have the ability to to draft and replace that, which it sucks. As Bears fans, because I love David Montgomery, but we got to look at the cap and all that kind yeah, of stuff. Yeah. yeah, definitely. And we know how the running backs, like like you said, how the running backs get treated in the NFL. And and if they come in asking for, you know, anything crazy, that's it. They're just going to find somebody else and replace you. Mm-hmm. Um, and somebody had mentioned the comment earlier. I, I didn't. I don't remember who. And I was trying to scroll up, but it kept dropping back down. But either way, look at the offensive line Montgomery's played with. I yeah. mean. It's not all pro. It's not even – it's like fucking, you know. bottom three was sacks yeah. allowed. They kept showing that. Uh, I don't remember if it was last week or the week before. Yeah, just a mix and match style that we've had and uh, and kind of just throw in who's ever available and go from there. Um, Fochizi asked if A-Rob's playing. Yeah, he's playing. He's not on the injury report right now. Um, that dude so lost ten pounds during COVID, though, man. I, he might play, but I don't know how much. Yeah, uh, maybe he'll, maybe he'll get some separation now. <laughs> um, I mean, the only thing, A <laughs> Rob, we all should have known A Rob was coming down with COVID, man. That dude has had zero six feet of separation between anybody. I was gonna say, man, vacation ever. <laughs> Yeah, I was gonna say coming into this week, A Rob got thirty-two catches and three hundred and some odd yards, man, and with one touchdown. Yeah. I, I, yeah. What you guys, yo, so what do you guys think of the way? And I know we've talked to him. I know uh, I talked to him last year, and we actually had a phone conversation with him, but he didn't want to be um, called out for it. But A Rob's agent and the way that he attacks social media with. A Rob's A Rob not being used and and whatever, I mean, is that something that you feel he should be doing? And I don't care who takes it. Is that something that you feel an agent should be doing? Is is I won't say talking shit about an organization, but blatantly just kind of putting it out there, like, hey, my dude isn't getting used at all. He's trying to get this guy paid. I'd, I'd rather see an agent do it than his dad, like Odell Beckham's dad did <laughs> right. when he was in Cleveland. Yeah. I mean. He wants his guy paid, not just for this year, but for the long term. I mean, he's going to get a percentage of that. So he doesn't just, he doesn't want it to just be this year that he's getting a percentage of it. And somebody's going to pay A Rob, and A Rob is going to go. And I hope he goes to a team that's honestly championship worthy. I, I love A Rob. He came here when we needed a receiver, and he was that guy. I know he, it hasn't ended well, and, it's, yeah. and that sucks, but. Uh, I really think he he can go somewhere like New England, New Orleans, Pittsburgh, somewhere where they'll appreciate him and he can win a title. Yeah, I mean, I I don't know, man. I don't know. I think he's going to be kind of the 
you know, the green of the future, the kind of like could like, you know, one time, you know, great. I won't say, this, I won't even say great. I, the bottom line I mean, is this. He goes in, he goes into contract talks. He can say, I put up a thousand yards with Mr. Trubisky and a thousand yeah. yards with Blake Bortles. Yeah. 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 In Matt Nagy's offense, who we just saw, sucks. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, for sure. I mean, I just think that there's so much, so many questions around him as Kenny, is he great? Can he be good? Um, and, you know, from there, who fucking knows, man? I, I don't know. Yeah. I just, we know he's going to be gone. I think that's a, that's a, 100% given that A-Rob's out of the building. Uh, this is his last day at Soldier's Field, his last game playing at home um, with the Bears being his home team. Uh, so, I mean, just just around the room and, and to all you guys in the chat too, who else is cleaning out their locker today? Who else is this their last game at Soldier Field as a Chicago Bear? Uh, if you're in the chat, throw in some names. Let us know who you guys think. Um, Chris, I'll start this with you, man. If if you're ready, uh, you know what? You... I would, I would just say it going. Bobby's gonna come to me, and I'll go out <sighs> fuck all going on in my mind. <laughs> 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 I think he'd go to AC because AC will talk the balls off anybody. And I think he's just uh, being exceptionally cool. So I'm thinking, shit, he's gonna come to me and he's straight away. I know he is. Um, <laughs> chat, I think. Just try to think that's an How about that, this one? Know, a, that is a really hard question, Bobby, that. And it's something I should have thought about before I came on the show, obviously. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you'll have to come back to me. You'll have to come okay. back to me on that. All right, that's all good. Let's uh, let's start with the first comment from Focheezy, uh, Jimmy Graham. Hopefully Jimmy Graham. Yeah, of course, saying, yeah. You know, hopefully Jimmy Graham's last – I mean, it's, I think it's his last year in the contract yeah, anyway. Yeah, last one, bro. $10 million, Um. So yeah, I think I think you're he's correct on that. Uh, let's go with Torian here with with probably Hicks. Yeah, that's who I was gonna bring up right there. Mm -hmm. I almost wore his jersey this morning. Uh, I love I love. That's a tough one, man, because he's yeah, such I a fan him. favorite. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not, I mean, but it, the injuries are starting to pile up, and the amount of money we're paying him like I think ten million this year, and he's played mm -hmm. like only half the year. Man, I, I love Akeem Hicks's heart and. He puts it on the line every time he's out there, and no one can ever question, you know, when he's 100%, yeah. he's going 100%. And, and he puts the defense on his back. I really, I told you guys this in text. I don't remember if I said it on the show. I feel like he fucking hates Dalvin Cook. Every time we play the Vikings, oh, yeah. oh, every time we play the Vikings, he's like, come on, Dalvin, fuck you. I he does. There's a lot of shit talking between those two, and he, it, it just seems like he's a different dude when we play the Vikings and when we no, like, play yeah. when we play the Saints. You know, I mean, there's certain games, and granted, I mean, I think it's probably like that for everybody, but there's certain games where Hicks gets fucking fired up in a different mentality uh, when he goes against some of these teams. So, it is. It's good to see. Um, Oh, Don Burr. I was like, wait, who the fuck? He says, Fields, Montgomery, Mooney, Smith, Johnson are all <laughs> cleaning out their lockers. Um, but, yeah, I agree with the Hicks, man. I mean, is there any way that this is – well, I guess we could still bring Hicks back at, with everything that you said, AC, um, injuries and, and questionable and, and, you know, durability. Um, I think there's still a chance for Hicks to come back. Uh a lot less money, right? Um, and just another kind of hey, you, 
you know, look, gentlemen, I want to stay here. I want to retire here. I think I got a good, you know, two more years in me, uh, two years for this, whatever kind of deal, um, depending on where, what his offers are from, from the, the rest of the NFL. But uh, here's another good one. Mule Skinner, I think, a lot of people forgot this dude's even around anymore. Yeah, exactly. uh, yeah. yeah. I mean, a lot of people forgot this dude's even yeah. on the team That's anymore. I was just going to say, actually, damn it. It's a salary cap situation with Danny. I think he's owed like some guaranteed money the next year or two already. So if you cut him, I mean, you'll have to look at your salary cap where you're at. Obviously, the, the cap is fluid and it always goes up, but – if you got a new GM coming in, hopefully, uh, I've thrown my hat in the ring with Ed Dodds from Indianapolis because I like the way they've built that team over there. And we've already failed to get Chris Ballard once, so go get his right-hand man. Uh, if you get a new head coach and a new GM in, maybe they'll bring Danny T in and either have it talk him down or something. But he's definitely getting paid. Uh, too much, and I think yeah, I, th I think he's worth. Uh, I think he's got a bigger cap hit if he's cut than if he's on the team, something like that. For Danny T, I'm pretty yeah. sure. <clears throat> I'll pull it up here in a minute. You guys got anybody else? What about uh Dalton? Dalton? This is yeah. No, Dalton's definitely. Dalton, Dalton's not going to come back. Is there now with Jason yeah. Peters? Yeah, this you has know. to be his last year. Um, yeah, we can bring we can bring Jason Peters in as the old line coach, man. I like I, I like what yeah. he's been. He's been a mentor to all these dudes. I mean, yeah. Hopefully, we see Tevin Jenkins today. Speaking of old linemen, I, I haven't heard one way or the other on on that guy. Injuries who's starting actually, to pile who's up. actually starting at quarterback today? Is it Dalton? Oh, Dalton's starting. Yeah, I was Dalton's say, starting. I don't I don't know if you want to go with this as being breaking what, what, news. What, what, but uh, Ian Rappaport reported saying that Matt Nagy expected to be fired after week 18. All right. Yeah. Matt Nagy yeah. should have been fired after last. I mean, if we didn't win, he probably would have got fired last week. I feel like our ownership makes rash, like split second decisions, almost like a toddler trying to pick what they want for breakfast. Like, yeah. Like, uh, French toast, uh, pancakes. Uh, <laughs> Like he was going to get fired on Thanksgiving, he won that game, and then he should have got fired last week, but we won that game, and now I mean, yeah, and I I think the whole setup is though right now you can interview new head coaches if you have fired yours. Jacksonville's um, called everybody in, or, yeah, or keep, if you told call. them they're not coming back. So if they've already told Nagy, you ain't gonna be back. Then I, I don't. Guess they I thought he had to be. I thought they had to be with an interim. Maybe not. Maybe I'm wrong. They said that on. Uh, I think it was when we were playing the Vikings. I think Lewis Riddick was saying uh, they either have to be fired or told that they will not be back next yeah. season. And okay. uh, everyone took that with like, hmm, you know. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm gonna on this one right here. I'm gonna agree with Fochizi. I think Peters was a good signing. He was a questionable yeah, signing for us. But I think he's he's been utilized. He's been good. Um, I mean, granted, expectations I don't think were super high, but I think he's met them um, and, you know, stayed on the field for the times that he can, got rolled up a couple times. I mean, mm -hmm. you know, this dude, like you said, I think Neil Skinner said it, dude got pulled out of a fucking river fishing and then yeah. was, was playing for us the next week. Um, 
So I think his, you know, maybe his last hurrah or last, you know, season in the NFL was was pretty successful in a stance of personal achievements. A lot um, better than uh, whenever we tried to bring in Orlando Brown after his seasons, after yeah. all his seasons in St. Louis. I, I remember when we, well, I remember when we signed Jason Peters. I forgot he was here too. But when we signed him, everybody on Twitter was like, "Man, here we go with the Orlando Brown signing again." And I was like, "Oh shit, we did sign him at the end of his career." Yeah. <laughs> hey, so I just looked it up, AC for 2022. Danny Trevathan has a base salary of 2.5 million, but the dead cap is 8.9 million. <clears throat> so cheaper to keeper, man. Um, yeah. You know, cheaper to keeper. Uh, let him. Let him. I guess. Sit on the sidelines another season and see what fucking happens. Because you know, I don't know, but that's a lot of the the failed contract things that you know. You see some of the the more intelligent. Uh, I forget the dude's name who who rolls through all the contracts all the time, but questioning Ryan Pace and questioning the moves. You know, saying yeah, cool. He drafted some some dudes that were really good uh, draft wise. Yeah, he's been above average, decent. Even though he's missed on some number ones. Um, the census is he's been de- decent. The bad part is the contract portion. Um, how far you've kicked the can down the road, and now the shit's all going to catch up to you. Um, yeah. I think that's it's hitting with Mac. Thing. It's hitting with Graham. It's hitting with Danny. Yeah, it's going to hit with he Quinn. Was, it's going to hit with Quinn. Yeah. It continues to push it back and push it back and worry about it later, and that's what happened in New Orleans with Mickey Loomis. Yeah. And that's how Jimmy Graham got traded in the first, you know, the first time when they traded him to Seattle of all places, because they just didn't have the money to pay him. And uh, so, it's whoever takes over as GM, they're going to have some work to do, and they don't have the draft picks with which to do it. So we're going to be yeah. bargain bin hunting. We're going to need wide receivers, O line depth, uh, probably D line guys. And we got, I think, four draft picks, four or five draft picks. Now, if we trade down, we that would be our best move, honestly, in the draft is to trade down and, and acquire more picks, just because we don't have we don't have a lot of picks, man. And that goes back to pace, man. If he doesn't get, um, he he does what it takes to go get his guy, and honestly, going back to the Aaron Donald year when I watched. You know, Aaron Donald go off the board right before us. When I saw Ryan Pace going up to get his guys, uh, I didn't have a problem with it. But at this point, man, he's he's got us in salary cap hell, and he's got us without draft capital. It really just needs to all be blown up. Somebody in there was talking about Ted Phillips has got to be gone. I don't. If you listen to Greg Gabriel, he says that Ted Phillips is not in any capacity with with football decisions and Greg would know more than me because he's actually been in that front office <laughs> but, uh, with the move to Arlington Heights. I just don't see, they need to move Phillips to that. I think just worry I about say, with the, the Phillips news is I guess he, he's playing on taking the, you know, saying the, the step back period, uh, saying that he, that he might just give up the position. So I mean, if they keep him in a capacity, it'll probably be just for the the monetary side of it, yeah. because that's mm-hmm. what he is. He's the money guy. But uh, football decisions, like you said, it, he's not involved. I don't I don't think he plans on being involved in the next GM hunt. None of that shit. So, yeah. I mean, why would he I, want I to? Have- if he can, 
Go ahead, Chris. I was saying, how we're we looking on the cap situation for next year. Uh, yeah, I think we're probably going to increase, isn't it? Yeah, yeah we're saying forty million is what we're projected. Is we're in decent saying? shape. Yeah, we're I've we're in decent shape with cap, but we have um, only like twenty six players under contract. So yeah. even though we have cap space, we have a lot of holes to fill. We don't have a ton of draft picks and. Once you start signing guys, you know, and a lot of these free agents are going to want, especially after if they took a pay cut this last year because of COVID, they're going to want to make up for that. And I can't blame them. If I was a, oh, no, no, no. I was an NFL player, I'm a. Uh, I know I read somewhere they said that it's a it's a possibility if the Bears if they they went with cuts and shit like that. There's a possibility that we could stretch it and double it and be up somewhere near eighty million. Uh, but they said that's after if they go through and they decide to make cuts. So it's like it's like you said, man. You got to go through. You got to bargain bin hunt. And that's that's where you got to get the GM. You got to mm. get one of these guys like the Dodds guy in the in, in Indianapolis, like you like. Uh, you know, you got you got to look at some of these teams who who have built man. Look look for their scouts. See if they can they can actually run a, a team and put a team together. Because yeah. I mean, what we're doing is it's pretty much the the bottom of the barrel. <laughs> you you get to put put together whatever team you want at this point. Yeah. Do you think and, we should do it like the LA Rams have been doing it by just sort of trading no. for everybody and sort of, you know, so, I mean, it does feel like the you know the place all the bets it wouldn't <laughs> sort of go out there early, and if it if it messes up, then it could put them back quite a few years. You you don't think the Bears should go down that that route then? I don't. I don't think so. I feel like you build a team through the draft, and yeah, the LA Rams are in win now mode, which is why they yeah. they went and got Stafford. You know, they've got Jalen Ramsey, who, in my opinion, is the best corner in the league. They yeah. traded for Von Miller. I haven't heard much about that, honestly. I don't know if he's doing well out there or not. But yeah. they're trading away all these draft picks, and eventually, money wise. And and talent wise, that's going to catch up with you. So especially with salary cap, I mean, yeah, the salary cap good, yeah. does go up every year. But when you've got um, Matt Stafford's going to take up a big chunk of that. Jalen Ramsey's going to want his money. Von yeah. Miller, pass rushers get paid a ton of money. Eventually, that's going to catch up with them, and they're going to be in salary cap hell. I mean, they got a forty-year-old playing left tackle. You know, that's right, yeah. So so they've got to find a left tackle somehow and they don't have a first round pick for it. And that's a, that's a premium position that you usually only get in the first, second round. So yeah. um, that'll be something to watch this off season for the Rams. I mean, Definitely, I'm sure yeah. they'll just, I'm sure they'll just bring in some free agent and plug, plug him right in and continue. But uh, what do you guys think of this, this comment here that factor put up? I don't think McCaskey is going to be doing a hiring. I so the the rumors on that because I mean at this point it's this this we're just speculating. He's going to bring in people that he football guys and have them consult and pretty much try to pick a guy if if they went down that route. Uh, you know, you get the rumors of Ryan Pay possibly not even being fired and maybe being moved up to a different position. Uh, yeah. 
but I, I've seen upwards of uh, them talking about Tony Dungy because I guess McCaskey is really good friends or has followed Tony Dungy's career and they're on a talking basis. So he's going to look to him for advice and all this other shit. So, uh, I mean, I don't, like I said, I don't feel like he'll be doing the hiring per se. I feel like he's going to bring in people he trusts and he knows that are have great football acumen. And they're going to say, hey, wink, wink, nudge, nudge, this is the guy. This is who you should go with. Or this is a this is the pick of the litter that you should really be, yeah, be yeah. looking at. Hopefully they've already been doing their research. I mean, you, all you got to do is look at that team on the west side of town that's playing hoops pretty fucking well right now. The oh, Bulls yeah. have, have restructured their entire organization from the top down. They went out and got the right guys in place. They got a good head coach. And that they made the right moves this offseason. Now, in basketball, you're able to uh, turn it around a lot quicker because there's less players. And if you have that guy or a couple of those guys, yeah, yeah. Uh, it, it's a lot easier. Whereas in football, you need <laughs> quite a few of those guys to turn mm-hmm. it around. But hopefully, McCaskey has been, uh, and, and I've been hearing you know rumors and reports that he's talked to guys around the league you know while they've been traveling on the road he'll talk to their uh their their gm or their president or or kind of pick their minds at you know how to turn this thing around i don't think this is and i I know it kind of goes against what i literally said a couple a few minutes ago about them making rash quick decisions but yeah uh, I feel I mean, like. Go ahead, go ahead. I feel like they're they've been seeing this coming down the pike, and they've kind of, um, hopefully prepared themselves for it. And it's not just going to be like the last week of the season he's gone. And well, I, and I think that Nagy still being here has something to do with pace as well because they're not gonna i don't think they'll have pace fire naggy and then two weeks later they fire pace and then they've got a whole uh i think they'd rather just get rid of both of them or whatever they're going to do with pace and then move forward as an organization with a with a clean break yeah so there's a what's it called i was just kind of looking at twitter for i had, had a couple of these things and, and going through because i couldn't remember exactly what it was said but it said uh and now this is fucking the bears blog you know it's sometimes this dude's right sometimes he's way out there i think his name is jeff something but whatever he's like if ryan pace is still in the building on january 10th it's because george mccaskey overruled some very smart people um <laughs> in the building i think is is a lot different than as the GM. I think he's going to be in the building no matter what. Um, GM, I don't – obviously, I don't think so. But, I mean, if you got to go around the league and ask and get people's input on this and that after you fucked this thing up so many times, should that job even be yours anymore? Uh, really. where he's, not, you know what I mean? Yeah, like where he's sitting. I mean, come on. I think there's a lot of things that are going to change, and there's a lot of uh, coaching – I think the whole coaching staff gets fucking blown up. I think that's one of the first things. Um, After that, they let the new GM figure out how he's going to unfuck the cap, how he's going to unfuck everything, how he's going to, you know, just attack the system. Because I think if you you blow up the defense and then you bring in a new GM, you're kind of like, you know, I would rather just blow up the coaching staff and then bring in a new GM and be like, hey, brother, look, 
this is what we got for you. Um, let us know. You know, we'll give you a however many whatever to look everything over and go through it all. Um, and then, you know, come back with what your plan of attack is and er everything's open. It's a all all fucking players are open uh, to move or to, to cut, to get rid of, to trade, whatever. Um, come back with us and let us know what your plan of attack is and we'll go from there. Um, I think that's the move that needs to happen. Um, there might be a couple like, hey, no way that Allen Robinson's coming back. We all know that. But if you're a new GM coming in, you probably already fucking know that. You know, like, yeah. you already know that a lot of this is going to have um, or happen. But uh, I just think that that's the way to do it and to just kind of hand it over and go from there and, and see what you got. Um, but everything's on the table, in my opinion. Um, you can't say that we need a new guy. We need somebody smarter to do this or do that and then tell them, but you can't do this and you can't do that. And, and we're happy with it. Like, fuck you. Like you're happy with what you're happy with winning five fucking games. Shut up. Like I'll, I'll right. control this team from now on. Um, I'm going to say whoever they get, they bring in to me has to have probably has to have full autonomy of the team. You, he has to come in with a vision and say, I want this and I'm not going to be told no. Yeah. And that's, that's how it's got to go. Uh, that's that is, it's as simple as put as that we've been trying for years and like i said it's been the definition of insanity we've been doing the same shit running around in circles and and it's got us nowhere yeah but right now you have a quarterback you believe that is your your franchise quarterback okay you bring in a guy who has an uh, offensive philosophy that's going to put him in his best position to succeed and you know what I'm saying catapult this team to where you want it to go uh but I, I at this point I don't know who that is. Uh, GM candidates, I I don't know. <laughs> yeah. I, I'm just hoping somebody gets brought in that's decent, man. And at this point, you don't even have to rush and do it. I don't. Yeah. That's something I don't want to see. I don't want to see us hire somebody as soon as the fucking season is. I don't. That's that's how we got Nagy, and that's how we missed on a guy like Frank Wright. You know. Yeah. Is is to me this this thing is gonna be a, it's gonna be a long distance race. You got to do your homework. Yeah. You you'll have a you'll have a GM and a, a coach set up by the time free agency starts, so you'll know what you're looking for. Yeah. So, this hey, means, so somebody was talking in here that said, you know, you're from a football family, you shouldn't have to ask anyone for advice, man. I mean, what what do y'all want him to do? Sit back and not. And continue to be ignorant about this situation, not learn how to run a fucking football team the right way, because we've tried that. The last one that really knew football is George Hallis. Yeah. Virginia don't know a damn thing. She inherited a team, and the and her sons have done the same thing. And I think George is looking at his at his brother who got fired back in the day, and like, man, that's I'm going down the same road. I better do something to change it, or my ass is going to be gone. And and I'm. I just don't understand what y'all want him to do. Just sit back and not try anything. <laughs> do the same yeah. shit over and over again just because you're from a football family. The Ford family is from a car family, but I guarantee you half of them don't know their way around a damn vehicle. Ask Don <laughs> Bird. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so uh, – Schefter put out, the Bears are holding a moment of silence just before today's national anthem in memory of the late Jeff Dickerson. His usual press box seat will also be reserved and memorialized today. So there's another – I mean, the organization always makes good moves like that, you mm -hmm. know, I think. Um, 
mean, in the past, we've seen them, you know, with with injured players who who they kept around just for the health and the, you know, for the basically the surgeons and the health side of everything. Um, and then we've seen them do a lot of things like this when tragedy strikes. Uh, so in that sense, I think the organization, you know, whatever, they're they're a stand up organization. But we all know that everybody gets graded on on wins and losses, man, and, and what they can do. And for this team to to what not want to play off game um, in Pace's tenure uh, to Nagy coming out shit hot his first year and then just everything falling fucking you know, down to, to nowhere. Um, just big changes have to be made, man. I expect a lot of this whole fucking thing to get blown up. A lot of, a lot of people's jerseys to go to the back of the closet and be fucking hung up because, you know, who fucking knows, man. I mean, there's a lot of things are going to change. Um, I seen a comment in here that from Charles, the bears don't have a franchise quarterback yet, maybe fields, but not yet. Um, What's your guys' overall grade? Let me start with AC. AC, what's your – if you had a grade knowing – well, thinking that Fields isn't playing again this year, right? Um, I, know I, said it a, I know I said it a couple <laughs> weeks ago, and we kind of all debated it a little bit, but I think it's solidified now that he's not taking the field again this year. Um, what's your overall grade on Fields in his first year um, decision, you know, just play and, and, and confidence in the game? I give him a um, – and I'm a huge Fields fan. I've said it many times. They finally got the quarterback I wanted. But I give him a B-. minus. Um, the turnovers, the fumbles, is that – like, it, it's like a roller coaster, man. He's got crazy athleticism. We've seen him make some of the, like, NFL-level throws that we we never see a Bears quarterback make. And But at the same time, you've got the fumbles – lack of awareness, but that comes from playing. And then on top of that, the scheme is terrible, terrible. I don't know how many times I see a third and seven and and the the screen pans out and I see a wide receiver, Cole Komet, uh, Jimmy Graham, and somebody else all doing curls or might, might have one guy go long and three curls at five yards. So they have to break a tackle to get the first down. How does that make sense to anybody? Other than Matthew Nagy, it doesn't. So I'm going to say a B minus. Most of that is because of my fandom. Uh, but he's made some plays and he's made some mistakes. But it's difficult to judge somebody in a terrible system. It's it's very difficult, it, and that's what it comes down to for me. What about you, Chris? Overall grade for Fields in his first I'd, in his rookie campaign? I'd say I'd say. A C plus. It really, I think, really, it's down to the turnovers. Um, you know, that's something what you get taught in football. You know, when you first start playing about the three-point pressure thing on the on the ball, and some of these some of these fumbles were just farcical. But I, I think yeah. really, AC sort of spell it out. Really, I think a lot of it's down to the scheme, especially when we played Cleveland, when he was just getting absolutely battered because they weren't yeah. they not bringing anybody into to you know to chip block or. Or bringing a, a tight end on that guy, and he was getting absolutely blasted. So I don't think the schemes helped him. I don't think the old lines helped him at the start of the season. A Rob, I don't know what's happened there. Do they not get on? Do they not like each other? What's going on there? I mean, that's a little bit fast kill as well. Uh, yeah. You just you just see when he does them throws. He, he like like AC said when you 
when you see him when he does them great throws, you go, that, that, I can see it all now. But he just needs better coaching, better airline, and, and most importantly, is a better scheme. Because the scheme we've got at the moment, we all know which sucks. And hopefully we'll have it next season. Yeah, you're right. I mean, we all know, like, Nagy's scheme sucks. But even though the kid's thrown in a scheme that way, for me, I'm going to go with uh, – I'm going to go with a C in there. Um, you know, I think the turnovers are, are drastic. They're just what kills everything, man. Um, mm. I mean, 10 interceptions, right? Uh, maybe more, but I think it's right at 10. Um, didn't play the whole season. Still has double-digit interceptions. I think sometimes the decision-making, uh, maybe it's because of the system. Maybe people are in the wrong spot. But there's been a few that he just kind of lofts up there. Um and then there's some that they're just not on the same page and he's trying to do too much. And I think I won't say that the pressure is getting to him, but I think he knows how shitty the system is and yeah. he tries to do something else. Um, and then, like you said, doesn't have contact, doesn't have the ball um, ends up getting, you know, sacked or just whatever. Um, I will say the kid's been durable though. I mean, even though he's got an ankle injury right now, I mean, there's a lot of quarterbacks that probably wouldn't even have made it this far. Um, the ankle injury isn't from being tackled or anything. It was a thing a couple weeks ago, uh, at practice or whatever that he kind of rolled it. Um, but I think that was just, um, to kind of put him in the stable, you know, and, and intentional, like, Hey, fields ain't playing the rest of the year. Fucking take him out. Um, we're done. He's not going to – we don't need you to do anything with him. Um, he's just going to go into straight conditioning mode and prepping himself, and then um, the new coach comes in, he'll start learning that and, and going from there. Um, I think he's just basically working the basics and working conditioning right now mm -hmm. until a new coach comes in. So all in all, I think he's the best thing we've had in Chicago um, for years. I think the arrow is definitely pointing up, but for his rookie season, man, um, you know, I'm going to have to say a C because of decisions and ball security. And uh, I don't know, man, that's, that's kind of where I'm at with it. KB, what's your thoughts? Uh, I, w I was on this with Chris, man. I was going to see plus uh, he, he's looked like a rookie. And yeah. to me that there's no fault in that. I don't believe any fan in his right mind felt Justin Fields was going to come in and be Deshaun Watson or Patrick Mahomes right off the bat. Uh, you you look at this team because I, I see some folks saying, oh, uh, it's not A-Rob's fault. He's been playing with shitty quarterbacks and all this other shit. No, it's it's the coach's decision to put A-Rob in positions where all he runs is fucking curls. He's the highest route running for curls receiver in the league. Uh, that's coaching. That's not that's not Bears quarterbacking. That's coaching. Yeah. Uh, you look at their plays that if you look at the game, Fields has hit receivers in the hands. The kid should have more touchdowns. He should have more receiving yards. Uh, I mean, passing yards than he has. People aren't catching the ball. Mm -hmm. uh, you see with some of the interceptions tipped people his hands and goes into defenders hands because people don't catch the ball. I don't place the blame on fields for that shit. I don't. Yeah. Uh, but with that being said, yes, there is ball security issues. He needs to, to learn how to carry the ball more and hold and be able to hold on to it when he gets hit. Uh, but that's your rookie paid Manning led their league and fucking interceptions his rookie year. Mm -hmm. I, to me, that none of, nothing that Justin Fields has done 
has diminished my opinion on what he can be. Uh, I still feel that the kid is going to be the franchise quarterback. He's shown no, no signs of not being that. Just his poise, the way he drops back, the, the, the standing in the pocket, the way he leaves the pocket. He looks like an NFL quarterback, which is something you can't say about any quarterback we've had behind center in a long ass time. Yeah. So, uh, like I said, it's a C plus to me. He's he's looked like a rookie. I'm I'm not gonna hold that shit against him. I never felt that he's gonna come in and set the world on fire. Yeah. You're playing with a, a coach who's not gonna be here next year. You're playing with a, a team who your best receiver is a fifth round fucking pick. Your tight ends are just now starting to come in, and you didn't have your best weapon for most of the fucking year. And you're dealing with this shit behind an old line that is being pieced together. Yeah. That that's a lot of shit to go against one person, and then the fact that you're in Chicago and you have to deal with these sad ass fucking fans. Hey, it's that's a lot cool of pressure, though. man. It is. It's a lot of pressure. Pressure in an organization that's that's struggling. That's that's uh you know stumbling. Um, and I think you're right. I I don't think any any of us here, and I mean that includes Badge, thinks that we'd be better off without him. Um, right. I don't think oh. there's anybody. I don't think there's anybody here that thinks that. Foles or Dalton should be the fucking number one no. um, because you know what you 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 bought into this thing um, you drafted this kid to be the kid um, to to lead this thing and he's gonna struggle and like you said it's his rookie year yeah and I don't I I mean I was just you know I think yeah he made some bad decisions there was a couple balls he threw up that there was nobody near and they got picked but there was also a couple balls that to hit the receivers in the hands and, and went back and got intercepted it was um, like he's he he's the top quarterback in deep throws oh like yeah. in completion like bro i i don't i don't know what else you guys want <laughs> yeah, he's yeah. a rookie you know what i'm saying and this, and this isn't me talking about us i'm talking about fan spirit he's a rookie mm-hmm. yeah I, I don't get where we get this sentiment of once somebody comes into the league they need to be a finished product I'm sorry, we don't have the pieces like the Chargers had with Justin Herbert. He's coming in with these great players around him. They have an established system, even though they got a new, you know what I'm saying, a new uh, coach. Staley was a hell of a, a coach. We kind of wish we would have kept him around. Yeah. Uh, you know, with Deshaun Watson. Deshaun Watson came in with D-Hop. D-Hop made everything fucking easy. Oh, yeah, 100%. We don't have anybody of that caliber on this team. And as soon as fans can get that through their head, it's like then you you can start to frame things in a in a more realistic view. We have a lot of work to do, and not one player is going. No one player is going to come in is going to change that. We have a lot of work to do. I just hate the fact. Yeah, I just hate the fact that this kid starts off. Like next year is going to be a whole new year and a whole new offense. We seem to do this to quarterbacks all the fucking time, man. Where there is no stability in this in this place. You know what I mean? There's no stability no. on this team. Um, we bring him in, right? Does he have his go-to guy? Is Mooney? Can Mooney be a number one? Is Mooney a go-to guy? He doesn't have a go-to tight end right now. I mean, Jimmy will be gone next year. Um, Command had a good game last week. We'll see if he can build off that. Uh, yeah. Tight ends, tight ends. Historically, it takes three seasons for them to really blow up. Kelsey is a unicorn. If you look at Kelsey's statistics, oh, yeah. he blew up immediately. But for the most part, your your top tight ends, uh, T.J. Hawkinson, 
Don Burr, you know what I'm talking about? His third year, he blew up. Mike Gusecki's in his third year this year. If you're a fantasy guy, you know Mike Gusecki had a pretty dang good season this year. This is his third year. So yeah. this offset and and he'll be learning a new system too. Maybe we'll get a maybe we'll get a uh, head coach, offensive coordinator who knows how to put these guys in the right position. I think yeah, I think if you turn around and build up this offensive line and give Fields a that's fucking the main thing. solid foundation, mm, man. Cool. Give him a foundation and then let him run, let him go with it. Um mm. I mean building up the offensive line, granted, I don't even if A Rob like A Rob is gone, right? I don't really care that Mooney's the only one. Um you know, you got Komet who should be making the turn and coming around. You got Montgomery. Um, yeah, you probably have to pick up a wide receiver, whatever, and not the fucking golden team sprint class, um, the gold <laughs> medalist from the Olympics and shit, right? But uh, I think the the essence of you need big plays is totally incorrect. Um, you just need to move the ball downfield. It's not fucking mm-hmm. first and 40. You know what I mean? It's first and 10. Get 10 fucking yards. You don't need a big play fucking high-flying you know, greatest thing on turf offense. You just need to move the ball and score a fucking touchdown. And like when you get into the red zone, actually make it fucking pay off. Um, just, I think that's where, go ahead. Yeah. I mean, I'd like us to get, I'd like us to get a really good slot receiver, you know, like a bit like a Welker where, you know, fields, fields is a skull out that really good guy. who can just get in the middle yeah. of the zone. Get a little bit of a cushion and get like a 10, 15 yard passes to. And then I'd take a little bit of pressure off him, try to go along to Mooney or, or to one of, one of the tight ends. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know how many uh, how many guys are like that out there. I mean, I know yeah. um, Adam Humphreys, who's in Washington. I'm not sure if he only signed a one year deal or if he's going to be a free agent or not. He's one of those uh, dudes in the middle. There's that, two. That I can think of. That, <laughs> off the top of my head, there, there's literally two people I feel right now you could probably get, and I know both of them will be in free agency next year. Jamison Crowder with the Jets, who was very fucking underrated in the slot. Yeah. Kid, yeah. The kid is, is an amazing route runner. He's quick. Yeah. Uh, always seems to make a play. But, yeah, I mean, he's in a system kind of like ours. So you, you just running in quicksand out, out in New York. And then Christian Kirk, like I said, with that before, the Arizona Cardinals might not have enough money to bring back all those guys. Christian Kirk's a, a number two, which then you, you get into the position where who's going to be your number one? Is it, is it going to be oh, a competition? Well, I, I, or? I was just talking about slots. I'm not, I, I'm not looking for a number two at this point because you, you're going to need somebody to be a number one. That's why I said we're going to need two receivers to me being brought in. You got to look for somebody who you can bring in. Like I say, uh, Michael Gallup, uh, if if you feel like he could be a number one or maybe a one a, a 1A to Mooney, if they have a one A one B situation. Uh, DJ Shark is another kid. You know, I like Shark a lot. Yeah, I like big, him a lot. fast. Not... Yeah, maybe I mean, you might they're... like it or uh, the one name that I know a lot of people might dread, Will Fuller, on a one year deal. He's he just hurts hurt. too much for me, man. Uh, Always hurt, but he plays into what Justin Fields is good at. He's a, I mean, he's you can always there's always going to be some rookies to come up too that maybe not oh, yeah. they, they won't be a number one, right? But slot, I mean, didn't Cooper Cup start in the slot? 
Isn't oh, that where he started? He started yeah, as yeah. that one, that Wes Welker, that one confident, you know, little skinny white kid that can catch the slant ball and get down and not get fucking murdered, right? Um, that's kind of where he started, and look where he blew up with progression and 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 everything like that. You know, I think there's a and lot scheme. of yeah scheme progression. I James think Christo is in the chat blowing yeah. us up about Justin Fields not being a franchise guy. Franchise quarterbacks make everyone around them better. Blah, 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 blah. He's a failure. Dude, there's really? no way you can see that. There's no way you can see that yeah. off this season. He talked about Deshaun Watson making people around him better. What did Deshaun Watson do when Bill O'Brien was his head coach? I think they won four games that year. Come on, dude. I yeah. mean, if you want to be a, a fan of someone else, go right ahead. There's a team up north that's always got a franchise quarterback. <laughs> but I'm going to trust in this guy, and I'm going to believe in this guy. I wanted this guy in the draft. We went up we went, and we got this guy. Now we need to build around this guy. Now we're behind the eight ball. We should have went and got a new head coach to bring in with him. Yeah. But that, I don't make those decisions. If I did, I wouldn't be here talking to y'all. I'd be sitting somewhere in a nice desk, you know, probably drinking a bourbon right now or something. But. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that sounds like a good plan right now. Um, but, yeah, I agree. I, I think it's too early to decide, man, with, especially with the – indecisiveness yeah. of the coaching staff you can't fucking really yeah. come out and say that he's not and yeah sure i agree i think quarterbacks do make the team and everybody around them better um but i will also say i think fields kind of is responsible for some of these w's and was responsible for for making this team better um we would have got our asses kicked in pittsburgh if it was for just fields playing quarterback yeah, some of those I mean, throws that he made, some of the yeah. runs that he made, he kept us close against San Francisco. We ended up losing Vegas both well. those games. But I was gonna yeah. say you take you take two dubs off the off the damn field for fields <laughs> in Arizona. I'm not Arizona, but San Francisco and Pittsburgh. He yeah. won us the game. Defense let us down. Yeah. As simple as put as that. Yeah, I think that's. I think it's just and nothing against nothing against uh, Chriso, but I think it's just what we've talked about before, man. It's the beaten dog syndrome, fucking Chicago fans, man. This is what we do. We get a guy who's who's good and can be something, and then there's that lingering doubt because we're like, fuck that, I ain't getting fooled again. Like I see this treat sitting here, but somebody might kick me in the face if I try to pick this thing up, and it's easier for people to shit on it than it is for them to believe in it. Um, and that's just kind of how it's been in Chicago forever. Dude. Hey, Jamal I mean, Lewis has got a good point. That punt returner Grant could be a good slot guy. Oh, yeah, yeah. he could. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Five, that, seven, shifty, speedy. That bring that brings up. Yeah. An he's point, he's still though. concussion protocol right now, but yeah, for for future seasons, uh, he definitely can. Go ahead, KB. But, you know, I'll say that brings up the interesting point of uh, talking about uh, who who might not be here next year. Do you keep uh, Jakeem Grant and a Tariq Cohen? They're both no. the same fucking player. To me, somebody, think, that means somebody has to go. I and think Cohen's gone. I, I don't know what his contract looks like, but he's got like a four year, didn't he? Yeah, I was going to say he got a four, four, four yeah, year, five, five million a year contract or some shit like that. Yeah. How much of it's guaranteed? Because that's what uh, really that I don't know. Do you have a team out? Do you have a, a player out? Do you have a injury opt out? Anything right. like that? I don't, I don't know. know. That, that stuff I don't know, but I know I've said this before. Tariq Cohen is somebody I can see getting getting traded next year to a team like the fucking Chiefs. Yeah. To me, he yeah. fits in perfectly with them, and I feel like maybe they they offered you a, or you dangled him out there to him, they'll throw a mid-round pick for him. 
He's got two years left, and the contract's really not that outrageous. Um, I was going to say his contract was, was okay. Point, it wasn't crazy. Yeah, 3.9 next year, 5.6 the year after. Um, dead cap is 3.5 and 1.7. So even trading, I mean, trading's not bad. There's a couple bonuses in there. Cap hit overall is 5.7 next year, 7.5 the year after. Um, so, yeah, I just think that <clears throat> for me <clears> – sorry – for me, I don't know what he has yet. This dude's coming off a torn ACL. He hasn't played like, a lot the two done it. Like, he might not be the shifty little fucker that he used to be. He might. He could have lost a step. There could be a lot mm-hmm. of things that factor into why he's not back yet and what they've mm-hmm. seen, what they haven't seen. Um, sometimes, I mean, I get it, technology today and medical field and this and that. Normally, uh, um, a detached ACL is better than a fucking torn one. Um, there could be problems. There could be mesh problems. There could be all kinds of problems with this right now. And who knows? Um, Cohen, I don't know if he's not, I thought he would be back by now. That's my biggest thing. My, yeah. my biggest takeaway is he must've faced a setback when he was trying to come back because well, he should have been back yeah, by now, you know, by, by, by all the other ACL tears that we've seen. Yeah. Um, you know, uh, I, I don't know how, how bad the damage was. But, uh, I mean, another guy, me and Chris Watts saw him yesterday, Wendell Robinson. He went across oh, the middle, but he will he, he will burn up a defense. He, he, he If he decides to come into the draft, I would absolutely love to have Wendell Robinson. He, I think he put up 170 yards. Uh, he was two yards away from having a touchdown. <laughs> oh, yeah, and, that's uh, right. Harbury. He, he – uh, he he put the team on his back when in the final drive last yesterday, and that was a that was a hell of a finish. You know, you know, I love my Kentucky guys, Bobby. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, whatever, man. If they come in and produce. I'm I'm not mad. I don't give a fuck who it is. Like, just let them come in and produce, and let's not sell this organization as you know what we mentioned earlier. As we got five of the fastest guys available. You know, like. Yeah. Cool, but they got fucking blocks on their hands and they don't know how to run a route and, yeah. and whatever. Like, you know, fuck how quick the dude is in fucking Under Armour shorts and a wife beater. Like, <laughs> put fucking pads on this bitch and let's see what happens. And yeah, I mean, I think we've all known and, and it's gone back for years in discussion that Soldier Field is not a fast field. It is not yeah. a fast playing field. Yeah. Like, your speed there compared to your speed on on turf or, or or whatever it's it's different man the game speed is different um so i don't know i just think that there's a lot of buy-in for shit that doesn't fucking matter um you know and and all of us are guilty of it i think we get guys and we're like oh yeah 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 this is gonna be great well justin fields might not be able to run as well even though yeah. he kind of showed in the san francisco game that that i was at that he can get moving, you know, um, but there's just different. I think there's so much buying and different shit that we kind of get, you know, bamboozled by where you're like, oh, yeah, this is going to be great. And then yeah. you're like, fuck, here we go again. Is, um, Grant, is Grant a free agent after this year? Because someone said Grant's electric. Got to keep that dude. Is is he a free? Do we? I don't know. Let me look. I know I we traded know. a seventh round pick for him, but I I, I don't know if he is uh, how much he had on his deal at the time. Um I definitely think Grant's a guy to keep around um, uh, for the very least his punt return and kick return ability. I mean, um, yep, I, it's a, I, it's I, a one year. He yeah. signed a one year with the dolphins and then got traded to us. Yes. Yeah, well, so one, one, one year at 2.3 million is what he got. 
That's, that's somebody I bring back. He, he, he's so, electric with the ball in his hands, man. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I mean, this dude's 30. He's going to be 30 years old. Wow. And Yeah. So you definitely don't look that old. Maybe. Yeah. I mean, yeah. he ain't got a lot of mileage on him. I mean, because yeah, when he was in Miami, I mean, they didn't really use him <laughs> as a receiver. He was a return man. Yeah, I, I know he kind of fizzled out earlier in his career at the wide receiver position. So, I mean, yeah, it is what it is. Yeah, for sure, man. I mean, I wouldn't mind keeping him either. I just don't know, like, where was he? What was he doing this whole fucking time before two weeks ago? You know what <laughs> I mean? And, like, what? who did he piss off on the staff where they're like, nope, fuck that dude. He ain't dressing. The same, you know? the same and, people and, that Thomas Grant pissed off? Yeah. You know, and like like we've said before, the whole grading of ability and 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 whatever. Like, I just think that uh, just fuck fire everybody in that bitch. Like, get rid of them all, man, and let's start. I mean, and it, it comes back to your wide receiver coach. What has Furry done since he's been here? He, who has he developed ever? He's yeah. not done a damn thing for anybody, and he just I, sticks him. Him and Nagy must just be buds or something. I don't know if they came from the same. Yeah, I, yeah. I, I have no they, idea. Did they play against each other or some shit? What I, I, no clue. I mean, about. he he doesn't he has he doesn't do anything. Nobody, hey, but nobody's gotten better since they've been here. But change it. So let's let's go down this road real quick. Say we fire the whole coaching staff. Everybody, fuck them. They're all gone. <laughs> Trainers, janitors, fucking lunch ladies, fuck them the all. Janitor. all hey, the janitors can stay, man. Come on, Yo, let's get that place. Uh, fire that bitch too. Um. So either we say we fire everybody. What's your expectations for next year in a whole new everything offense? It doesn't. It doesn't automatically make everything better. I say it don't um, make it. It don't make it better. It, yeah. the, it literally depends on who you bring in the building. Yeah. Let, let's say by some miracle you get you get Sean Payton. You know, like I said, by miracle. Yeah. Expectations will be through the fucking roof. I've seen what Sean Payton has done with fucking Jameis Winston. You know, uh, and whoever the fuck the the backup was there, can't remember what his name is. Uh, and not not the the Swiss Army knife guy that they got <laughs> that plays tight end and quarterback and all that other shit. Yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, Trevor Simeon. Trevor Simeon. Simeon. Yeah. Northwestern guy, Trevor Simeon. His his fucking offense works. Whatever he whatever Sean Payton touches, his offenses work. He gets people to play right. Uh, I like I said, it comes down to who you bring in. Cause shit, we can we can bring in goddamn. Let's say Kellen Moore. Yeah. And he's absolutely terrible because he has the only three years or whatever coaching experience. You know what I'm saying? I, my expectations wouldn't be high with Kellen Moore coming in. But if you got a, a Sean Payton or a Josh McDaniels, I, I, I'm, I'm happy with Josh McDaniels. I've seen what he's done with Mac Jones. I, I worry about Josh McDaniels just because of the Belichick tree. Uh, failing in the past, I I would be cautious about going that route. I know uh, get brother Gaines on here has has been calling for Josh McDaniels for a little while now, and uh, I'm just cautious because I've seen it fail in other places. Don Burke can tell you what happens when you grab the uh, grab the try to follow the Patriot way. Uh, yeah. I mean now now they're now they're in a full on rebuild, and uh, I just. 
I like Josh McDaniels, and I think his system works. It's just I'm just cautious, man. Belichick's great, and it seems like no one from under him can do it. And Andy Reid's kind of proven the same thing. He's great, and no one from under him has been able to replicate his success, in my opinion. Sanders don't want Peyton, huh? No. He doesn't what? want any retreads, he said. He doesn't, he doesn't want anybody that uh, that's he's, basically... I mean, he's, a, he's an established coach. To, how's that a yeah. retread? I, that's, that, I don't know. That's something I don't get. But I, like I said, the, one of the, the, the people who I said the most who I thought might actually be available was Tomlin. But, you know, think, Tomlin's a defensive guy, so it just depends on who he brings in. I think y'all, this know, is key, y'all know my I guy. I've already told statement. you. I think this is a key statement right here. No matter what, no matter who you bring in, I think this is the key to it all. Charles here, uh, the culture, dude, the culture needs to change. All that needs to change. You've seen, you heard uh, Olin Krutz say it on his, on his show. Um, you heard uh, Hogan John say it when they had uh, McKee and, and, and Krutz on with them, that when you go in that place, it's just, it's not the same. It's the culture going into that place and going into other football. Uh, we'll just say Hallis halls, you know, in the football organizations and the way things happen, the culture for the bears is, is what's weak. Um, now I feel like I, it's been that way since Phil Emery came, as soon as Phil Emery came and smacked Brian Erlacher with a terrible contract offer. Yeah. I feel like our, I feel like our culture has has dipped ever since then. They don't, they don't think about the past players bringing past players in. I think someone, I think I heard Peggy Kaczynski on here was even talking. Uh, Jimbo Covert, left tackle yeah. from the '85 Bears, has has not been invited back to Hallis Hall, even even through all the terrible offensive line offensive lines we've had over the years. They've never thought to bring guy, and, and it's kind of a fine line because you want. You want people to remember our past, but you also want to build for the future. Yeah. So, so I just don't understand why you don't bring these guys back to, uh, to 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 share in the legacy or to yeah, kind yeah. of in- inspire. Um, I mean, that's part of the culture. Though. I got I got to cover Bucky thirty eight fifty six here. I, he's bringing up Jim Harbaugh. I brought this up at the at the start of the show. I am not interested in Jim Harbaugh. And the reason is when he was in San Francisco, yes, he had success. But how long ago was that? Uh, then he he leaves San Francisco. They're still trying to rebuild from that. He goes to Michigan. He was on the hot seat leading into this season because he had not beaten Ohio State. Finally beats Ohio State this year, plays the big boys, gets his ass kicked again, and now you want to bring him to Chicago? The only – the only college coach I would take in Chicago is Nick Saban. He's the only one. And he's failed in the NFL before. Yeah, but miserably. he owns college football. Yeah. Is there another coach in college football that can hold his jockstrap? There's not one. So don't come at me with Jim Harbaugh, Ryan Day. <laughs> you saw what happened with Urban Meyer. He ran the fucking show at Ohio State. Won, won everything he could do, and he's out in a year in Jacksonville. Yeah, yeah but at least you know you can fight with Urban Myers. Do what? At least you know you can have a bit of a fight with Urban Myers. He does know how to fight, <laughs> doesn't he? Especially with the young ladies. 
Yeah. I mean, I don't know. I'm just not – I've never been a fan of college coaches coaching in the NFL. I, I think it's totally different. I think kind of coming – I think NFL coaches to coach college works a lot better um, in the preparedness of the players and players that you get um, out of the draft. I think that works a lot better. But uh, college coaches coming to the NFL to coach, I've never really been a big fan of um, – and I think it's just, you know, um, I think you you go, grow from inside. We're like, why why have offensive coordinators on thirty two fucking teams in the league that aren't ready to take the next step? Um, why don't you know, you know, guys that are, or why don't why don't you have a list of dudes that in your office you're looking at, as in like, hey, you know, whatever. KB's doing a great job right now, but hey, if KB was to fall off, I'm taking the RKB off the jersey, and we're we're going on to this guy next or that guy next. Um, I just don't know why there's not a, I guess a a system of grading other offensive coordinators to see who's next. Why do we always have to go backwards to move forward? Mm. Yeah, I mean, you, you yeah. take fucking arena well, league football, Matt Nagy, and see what you get. Go ahead, Chris. I just say there seems to be a lot of uh, lack of self-scouting going on with the coaching. Like, you know, they usually yeah, hear that they actually do a bit of self-scouting when they have the bye week. But surely we can't be doing that very well because nothing's improving with the coach staff we've got. So I think I think a lot of it just stems down from the top of the organisation. I think it's like we said every – well, I seem to say it every week is, you know, they're a family-run business. There's no pressure like we have in our jobs and in, in the real world. And they just seem to be quite happy just to be like, you know, really sort of sleepy old dogs who just like to be next to the fire, you know. And it, yeah. feels, it feels that to me. And I feel like that must run down the full organisation. Yeah, yeah. I think the same thing. I like like uh, who said it? I think Charles said it when we put it up there. It's just culture, man. The whole fucking place needs to change. Yeah. Um, so Jim Harbaugh was the head coach of the San Francisco 49ers from 2011 to 2014. He won coach of the year in 2011. He went to, I think, back-to-back NFC championships or something. That was almost a decade ago. Yeah. You guys want to bring him in. Almost a decade ago that this guy That'd was relevant cool, in the NFL. Yeah. I'm sorry, Bobby, to cut you off, but the – the, no, the chat's going nuts with the Jim Harbaugh. Like I know, like I, I said it. something. Like I said something, I, and I get it. He was a Bears player, so he has a play, a special, a special place in a lot of Bears fans' hearts. But I just don't, I just don't see what he's done to to want to bring him here. I, I really don't. Yeah, well, I mean, I think a lot of it's the um, having the name right, and and. The nostalgic uh, reaction. I take his of, brother in a second. <laughs> if, if Baltimore lets him go, I'd take him in a second. Yeah. I just, I don't know, man. I just think it's whatever. If we we got another week, you know, we got maybe two before Nagy's gone. I think January tenth the cutoff um, to basically shit can your <laughs> the people in your organization. Uh, let's roll into the, to. to today and then uh oh there's a game today i forgot yeah we'll kind of kick this thing over and and (laughs) get the fuck out of here uh expectations kb what do you think man what do you want to see today i don't care that i don't care eddie dalton's back at playing quarterback for fucking what dude 
Nick Foles was played just fine last week. Yeah. Just let Nick Foles finish the fucking year. But Andy Dalton's playing. I don't get why. Uh, I, I look, there's nothing I want to see. I mean, maybe Darnell Mooney with the opportunity to break a thousand. Uh, yeah. KB, it's been a, what's the reason behind Dalton starting? Is there been is there been any sort of reason given? Or is it just because uh, he's number two? He's making ten million this year. That's that's yeah. Right. It's just- oh, yeah. And Foles, they got the ankle, and they just don't want him to fucking subdue Foles to any more of the toxicity, I think. Yeah. Foles so, Fields. Oh, Fields, yes, yeah, sir. Okay, I was going to say, because I don't think Foles is hurt. I no, just, no, no, They Fields just said, okay, let's go with Dalton, even though yeah. I feel like Foles got more out of the, the offense than Dalton did. But hey, yeah. it's, it's whatever, man. Uh, yeah. Like I said, to me, there, there's nothing really to watch other than his Bears football. We're fans. I know I'll, I'll watch the fucking game because it's the Bears, but I I don't care. <laughs> I don't. There's not. There's nothing that's exciting <laughs> about watching Andy Dalton play football to me. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It's 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 sad to say. Uh, I get why you would keep Fields off the field, but yeah, there. Like I said, the only thing really, maybe Tevin Jenkins starts and Bear Borum starts. You get to see what your tackles do. Uh, Robert Quinn gets that sack today that he needs. And my my boy, maybe David Montgomery does rush for 200 yards. Yeah. Hey, I mean, he needs, he would need at least 100 and what? He would need 140 per game right. in order, in order to beat it. 141 per game in order to hit a thousand. So I don't think it's really going to happen. He's probably going to finish. You know, nine forty ish somewhere in there, but yeah. uh, it's still a fucking hell of a season, man. Not playing oh, some yeah, games, yeah. still finish. Yeah, it's still, I won't say remarkable, but it's still a good fucking season, especially given the offense and and given oh, the, the yeah the mentality. Real quick, Charles, no, he's not. Dalton is not better than Foles. They're if they're no. they are on par. And the sad part is Foles has a leg up on him because he knows the fucking offense. It was very evident last week. There, there's nothing special about Andy Dalton, Doc. <laughs> I think Dalton's a little more mobile than than Foles. That's that's about that's it. it. And, his, and his wallet's fatter, I think. Yeah, that's that's it. I mean, we still got Foles next year. You know, I mean, he's, right. he's he's I'll around take, for a while, so I'll take Foles. He's a good backup. Yeah. yeah, I don't I don't give a fuck. He's a good backup. I get everybody he's hating good. hate on Foles and this and that, whatever. He's a good fucking backup. And I don't when you saw Fields coming off the field, who was he talking to? Either D. Filippo or both the Bulls. Yeah, first over everybody. That's why I said, yeah. man, bring bring him in as quarterback coach. <laughs> I think he wants yeah. to come up as a coach, though, doesn't he? I think I've heard that he wants to be a coach in the future. So that's, yeah. that could be a good thing, KB. Yeah, that yeah. Would be amazing. I don't. Who who knows with him though, man? He's got his own podcast. He's like a fucking pastor too, or or some shit, and he's yeah. like he's involved in so much stuff. Um, I don't know what the hell he's do, but uh, I don't. I mean, we we've always had this guy. Well, in the recent, in the last couple of ten years, we've had this guy, this Mark Sanchez, this Nick Foles, this guy who's supposed to coach Chase them up. Daniel. <laughs> yeah, Chase Daniel is supposed to coach him up and kind of, you know, keep him, whatever, moving forward. My question is, like, I get. Foles, I'm I'm okay with Foles being a backup. I get him being there, but his play style compared to Fields, why the fuck is he the guy? Yeah, it's like, totally different. They're totally different play yeah. styles. So yeah, how is he, 
is he really helping or is he a detriment to the development when he's like, well, you know, I think at this point or, or when I was right here, I would have did this. Well, that's because your legs don't work, bitch. Like, you know, like, I don't know. I just think like, what it's like fucking, you know, we know AC works over at the Toyota dealership. Let's bring somebody in from Benz to tell them how they do their cars. Who fucking cares? <laughs> it's totally different. Like it's, it's something completely different. So I just think like, it's, it's weird to me that it's, that he's like that or that people say, well, yeah, Foles is there to coach him up or, or to help him out, help him with what they do. They do shit completely fucking different. Um, maybe the play itself, I could see I mean, him saying whatever, like, but not a style of play. Yeah. I think Foles' experience uh, yeah. could help fields learn how to read NFL defenses. He didn't see any defenses like this in the Big Ten. Yeah. And these guys, those guys were not as fast as these guys. You know, you, you've got like, like Michigan has got two great defensive ends. Uh, but <laughs> in the NFL, they're all those defensive ends. <laughs> you know yeah. what I'm saying? So, yeah. so uh, trying to learn not only the different styles of defense, but also the quickness of the game. Uh, and, and, and I think that's what helps. I think that's why we kept Foles around. The, it did come out um, that Foles had a couple of trade offers. Um, this was after his press conference after the game last week. He said that there were some teams that offered him, and he decided to stay in Chicago. He wanted to stay in Chicago. All right. Yeah, yeah. Did uh, Ryan? Did KB fall asleep on us over there? No, I'm, I'm up, man. I was, I was <laughs> <thinking about that. laughs> <laughs> say, we better mute him before he starts snoring over there. <laughs> no, I, I get the ripping in this bitch too, boy. Let me tell you, <laughs> that chair, that chair looks comfortable, bro. It does. Oh, man. It does. It does. All right, man. I mean, I don't know what else we got. Uh, I mean, we got this week, we got next week, and then that's a bow on the season. Uh, yeah. We'll see if there's anything, you know, crazy, any other guys. I mean, there's a lot of guys like, you know, like uh, who somebody had mentioned earlier. There's a lot of these wide receivers that are on their last year of a deal. So mm-hmm. there's a lot of these guys that are getting played to see what their, you know, potential is, what their future could hold. Um, I'm not going to go into score predictions or any of that. I mean, it's the fucking Giants, but Fochizi says 17-10 Bears, so sure, I'll ride with that. I'll be um, watching for Robert Quinn today to get the record. I'd like yeah, to see yeah. Thomas Thomas Graham continue to play well because we still need a guy. If they start him. The, the other guy, Jalen Johnson. That's true. They didn't they – didn't, uh, he did give up the touchdown to DK, but after that it's he kind of settled in. After that he settled in and played well. And uh, yeah. I'd like to continue to see some of these young guys play well. Yeah. And even on the DK one, though, he was still there with him. He just mm-hmm. got outplayed. He got turned around. He got outplayed. He got and, DK'd. And <laughs> yeah, that shit happens, you know. He got DK'd. Like, he got mossed. <laughs> I mean, DK ain't no moss, but, I mean, that dude's no. he's built like a bronze statue. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I'd like to see – I'd like to see Mooney hit 1,000 yards today. Um you know, kind of. I definitely want to see Quinn get get the record. Uh, I think it's a big plus for him and a big uh, kind of plus for this team moving forward. Um, I want to see less of the players coming out and saying how they support Nagy. Uh, Eddie Jackson last week or this week said how the team has a hundred percent confidence in Matt Nagy. I think you just why 
why the fuck why would you but whatever um and then i just you know montgomery sure let's see let's see if he can get it uh but i'm not against i'm not against a rob getting fucking sat out if that was to some reason happen i say fuck it put him on the bench like he, well, he hasn't it's, the season really doesn't matter. Let's let's grade these other dudes. Let's get some of these fucking kids on the practice squad. Let's get some of these guys that have one-year contracts. Bring them in. Tell A-Rob, whatever, dude. Hey, we know you're not coming back. We're going to chalk it up. Um, and start seeing if we have a slot in our roster mm-hmm. somewhere. Because obviously the coaching staff can't fucking judge these dudes or grade them. So Daz Newsom can get his head out of his ass and not be offsides and not – you know, I think yeah. he could be a, he could be a slot guy. Maybe. Yeah, I like yeah mule here. Let Daz play all game. I hundred percent agree, man. Like, yeah. let's if you know that these dudes are gone, whatever. Call it a fucking yeah. day. Move Wrap on. it up with them and let's go. Especially if you have guys behind them. Now, there's might be some players who you can't do that with. I get it, but um, all in all, <clears throat> it's I'm grading. Like I'm I'm going for the future. But I think that the care or the belief that nobody in this organization is going to be there. They're like trying to pat their own thing to, to, you know, for future fucking job opportunities coming from the staff itself. Um, but I would rather see the younger dudes get their neat, their reps and, and go from there. So that's kind of what I'm looking at. Chris, what you looking at today, dude? Uh, as long as we don't get beaten by Mike Glennon, that would absolutely do my thing. So <laughs> for some reason, Oh, for some reason, I just absolutely hate the guy. And I'm one of the more chilled out, you know, get on with everybody, dudes will ever meet. And for some reason, I just keep thinking you've got paid all that money over the last six or seven years, and you're an absolute bag of shit. Yeah. You're like a fucking yeah, yeah. old giraffe that needs to be shot. And I, even when I just look at him, I just get fueled up with anger. And I know I, that ain't the way to live, but we can't lose uh, Mike Lennon. I think, uh, I think the Bears will win. And I, I'm just like you, Bobby, really. I'm just really sort of concentrating on individual performances of the players for next year and, and, and see how we go then. Yeah. Have you guys seen definitely. the Mike Glennon meme where his neck, it's the rings of his yeah. neck or how much money he's made? Yeah. <laughs> even though even though some of that – even I didn't even want to get into it because, you know, not, not on the show, I mean, but into some of the resp- – or respond to it but some of that is incorrect i mean it's it was the base salary so when glennon left here and got signed by arizona arizona had to pick up um some of that like but he still got paid so who fucking cares he still got paid paid a shit ton of money to win like four ball games in his career yeah (laughs) yeah yeah. (laughs) definitely man and uh and who knows? I mean, I just think like although some of it was incorrect, it's like what the fuck ever. Like even having a couple million on there is incorrect in my yeah. <laughs> in my eyes. So yeah. so whatever. Um, I I guess we'll fucking wrap this thing up. Uh, cool. Shout out to everybody at the Barroom Network. You know, continue to hold it down, continue to do their thing. Mister Ryan Badgley out at the game today. If you're out at the game, you know, if you're out there somewhere, head over to South Lot. Once you get into South Lot, if you have the stadium at your back, to hang a fucking right and walk down the the right side fence line, and you'll run into um, to Caesar, to Badge, to Schaefer, uh, Austin is always on that side. Everybody's on that side, that right side over there, um, making their way down. So if you're out there and you want to go hit up with some dudes like that, that, that's where you'll find them all. Um, they're always in the same spot. So, you know, 
whatever. That's just just how it goes. Uh, Chris, appreciate you joining us and, and finishing no problem, out the season mate. with us, man. We'll see you again next week. AC, KB, same bad time, same bad channel. Appreciate your guys' input and everything. And, uh, you know, everybody in the chat, thank you for joining us. Thanks for, you know, I kind of put it in there, but thanks for staying alive in this dismal season because yeah. all of us are kind of – I mean – when there's nothing but shit to talk about, it's kind of makes for horrible, uh, you know, just communication. But I think, all, yeah, all in all, it's been it's been pretty good and and bullshitting and and getting everybody's perspective and and you know, the fanalists, man, the fanalists part of all of us. Um, yeah. None of us think that we're absolutely correct. You're just fans with opinions, man, and that's the way it goes. So appreciate everybody joining us. Let's get a fucking W today, I guess. Fuck it. Oh, Bear, yeah, down. Bear down. Bear down. Yeah, yeah, let's down. do that shit. <laughs>